Hey, welcome to this week's edition of Everything Fast Pitch, sponsored by Fast Pitch Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio, ready to do our uh, regional wrap-up and super regional prediction show. We've got a, a bonus episode again this week, uh, now that we're into the Division One tournament. A lot of exciting stuff to talk about, um, and obviously it's an exciting time of the year. So, Don, what did you think of the uh, first uh, round of uh, Division One playoffs? You know, I thought it was really exciting. I know um, we had good weather on this side of the country, but there was a little bit of uh, trouble other places obviously yeah mother nature definitely played a role in a couple of the regions so but our prediction show is sponsored by kennesaw mattress outlet kennesaw mattress outlet is located here on north cobb parkway and you can contact them at 678-324-6323 kenny abernathy is the owner and if uh, you contact kenny and let him know that you are a everything fast pitch listener um, he's going to take good care of you so um, we appreciate his support of uh, everything fast pitch and fast pitch prep but yeah the mother nature was one of the topics definitely worth talking about as we kind of recap quickly the observations and things that we saw um, uh, the minnesota regional and the um, uh, michigan regional both uh, were impacted by weather ended up having to complete their uh, regional round on monday which happens uh, some years most of the time um, yeah, it's always it's always going to happen some, uh, somewhere. occasionally that there's going to be some sort of weather and quite a few other places really had weather issues Issues, but just uh, not enough that it threw them uh, completely off their schedule. But a uh, couple of things that uh, I came away from thinking after watching the games this uh, this weekend. You know, we talked in our uh, first selection show the uh, um, value of the home field and how uh, being selected to host a region is an amazing uh, benefit and, a, and an amazing advantage for those teams that have that honor and you know the ongoing discussion is always going to be well how does that happen how do those teams you know, d- you know earn get that, that right get that opportunity and uh you know we can go around and around forever and ever about what teams deserve to and what teams don't deserve uh that top 16 uh seating or and, and honestly the top eight seating but uh, the one thing that you cannot argue is that the right to host is a huge advantage. Uh, you know, this year we had one team, one region where the home team did not advance. Uh, last year we had zero teams. Uh, all sixteen of the seeded teams advanced, and um, we've talked about it a little bit in the past. But to me, I think it's just worth uh, uh, reviewing that just a little bit. And I think that uh, you know it's one of those uh, chicken or egg discussions. You know, I think the NCAA committee looks back at it and says, "Hey, look how smart we are. We picked the the right teams to host." But I think the reality of it is that, they from, that uh, the advantage that they give those teams is sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, you know, the one thing that I thought was interesting listening to the uh, Alabama regional the other day, they were talking about how the uh, only uh, time that Alabama ever lost a game at the regional level was in 2007. You want to guess uh, who, who was that? Who, who was that team? Uh, you know, without uh, <laughs> us uh, patting ourselves too much on the back the only team that's ever beaten alabama at the regional level at alabama was our tennessee tech team and uh, to kind of put it into perspective you know that was for us clearly one of the biggest wins in program history Um, we were fortunate enough then to come back after beating alabama on friday to beat california on saturday which was another huge accomplishment but when we woke up sunday morning And Alabama woke up Sunday morning. Alabama looked at it and said, well, we've got to sweep Tennessee Tech at home. Yeah, right. And if we had scheduled a million doubleheaders with Alabama, 
Alabama would have expected to win a million of them. Right. They would have expected to sweep a million of them. Um, and so um, for the small schools, the smaller schools um, that uh, have that upset, you know, this year the big upset was Sam Houston State upset Texas in the first round. First round, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Texas then woke up and said, well, so we got to win four games at home. And which they've done many times. Which they've all done year. so many times, yeah. and, and you know, for other programs. So, um, so it is, to my way of thinking, very much a self fulfilling prophecy. Because um, I know, on having lived that that tournament, that uh, when we woke up Sunday morning, I was hoping and praying and, and wanted us to you know to play great, and we played well. But you know, we just could not beat them on their home field, and I think that's something that's just uh, always going to be part of the discussion. And everything's so tight at that point. We've got you know everybody's hitting well, everybody's pitching well, everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, and it just right. comes down to who's got that last little edge. Yeah, and and this year you know, we had so many regions where we had the seventh game, or it came down to the if game, which it was, was close, very exciting. Close games. Um, you start to think about well, how important is it for that team to be the home team to have those advantages when it gets down to that absolutely must win game and i think you know this year was again another example of those advantages do pay off well i think too even uh the crowd and the the energy that's around you is huge because i mean other teams are going to have many fans and parents and right and people there but it doesn't compare to when when we played at alabama there were you know 2500 crazy lunatics cheering for alabama and we had maybe 80 or 100 i was gonna say a couple hundred yeah maybe maybe a hundred you know so um you know and 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 again, it's it's just worth worth mentioning that uh, um, I think uh, it is a real upset when somebody who is not the seeded team wins a region. And this year we had one. And I know, you know each year that we do this prediction show um, and we have our recap of that first round, we're going to be looking back and thinking about, well, did we pick the right <laughs> upsets or did we come close? Um, and, and we could sit here and say, well, the top 16 teams are always going to win it. But that's not much fun. No, you know, we no. got to try to figure out where the where, where the, the upsets could happen. Extra and so, fun is. Yeah. yeah, and so the uh, reality of it is, we picked one. Uh, we were uh, right about J- James Madison, um, and uh, that was wrong, right down to the wire, wasn't yeah, it? and wrong about a couple others. So, but a uh, couple other observations. Um, you know, this year for the uh, NCAA tournament, they've decided to go to a four-person umpiring crew, and I think that the idea of doing that is great. But I think the reality of it this year, with it being the first time that many of these umpires have worked a four-person crew and uh, really are inexperienced with it, um, that there's been some hiccups and there's been some issues where some things uh, might not be um, being called correctly because of the lack of experience that the umpires have with this system. I was going to say, I didn't see the the instant you were talking about, but we chatted about that here yeah. shortly ago, and that's sad if, yeah. it, if it has an impact. Well, and uh, the, the one that Don and I talked about earlier was in the uh, Louisville Northwestern um, regional game. Uh, there was a very exciting play. Um, a runner from Louisville was going into third. Um, little flare got hit out to left field, and the runner um, was advancing, but of course she was a little bit late because it was such a short ball she couldn't get too far away from second base and when the throw came in the replay clearly showed that the third baseman's foot was off the bag while this runner slid in and what ended up happening they showed a different angle of that replay and you saw the third base umpire leaving third base to go out to call the catch or the you know the ball that was hit 
And on the one replay, you can clearly see the home plate umpire is barely moved from behind home plate to make that call. And I think with the um, three-person crew that they're used to, you know, everybody's moving a little bit more naturally. And I think what ended up happening is there was a delay. I don't think that the home plate umpire moved as quickly as he should have, was not in a very good position, and was trying to call a very close play from 60 feet away. Which they typically get very, you know, they do a good job the, Yeah, they're, the they're right, right an awful lot of yeah. the time, but I think it's asking a lot in this situation. And, and maybe it was, you know, uh, just an perfect example of because of his lack of experience with the four-person crew you know he hesitated for a second maybe wasn't quite sure where he was supposed to go maybe he wasn't was expecting that third base umpire was going to stay i'm not exactly sure how it all came together but i know we had a very important play that was called incorrectly at a crucial time at a crucial time yeah. from way too far away to make that kind of call that's tough for sure and and i think that there were other examples of that so um, i think that the idea of going to four umpires is great as long as we uh, figure out a way to make sure that we're doing that a lot more during the regular season so these umpiring crews have a lot more experience with it because they're used to you know how they move and and interact and the teamwork that they have on the field with the three-person crew or in some cases, even still with two with two, two umpires, sure. um, and all of a sudden now you you, know, you change that dynamic at the very last minute. I think that's a little bit um, you know, was asking a little bit too much, and so um, you know. But overall, I thought there were some great great regions, a lot of uh, very exciting games, and we'll talk about each as we kind of go through. But what we're going to basically do is work down the left side of the bracket, then the right side of the bracket. We're going to talk about the regions um, and who won them, and then we're going to predict who we think is going to win next. So. And starting off with Oklahoma, uh, we talked last week that we thought Oklahoma was going to not give up a run. <laughs> they ended up losing a game to Wisconsin where Wisconsin squeezed in two runs. I mean, think about that. At the, at the right. absolute highest level, two squeeze bunts uh, to get two runs. But the, here's the crazy thing about it. Uh, Oklahoma, when we talked about them not giving up a run, they had not given up a hit right. until like the fourth inning of the game they lost. No. So they were totally dominating. Unfortunately, their offense did not get much going against Wisconsin, and Wisconsin was able to win that uh, game and force the game seven, which um, I would have lost everything I own if somebody would have said, you know, you got to make a bet on that. Right. I know. Uh, you would have figured they would have just won straight through, but uh, it's nice. And again, and it two was, to one ball game. And so. it was exciting. You know, the games were close. And, and Pitching. Uh, it showed a lot. For, you know, that uh, Wisconsin from the Big Ten went on, you know, went on the road. And, on a roll. Yeah. Um, and played really, really well i think that says a lot for their program but uh oklahoma won that region and it was uh um you know great to see down to the if game yeah. yeah great to see a good competitive regional where i think almost everybody expected it to be a cakewalk um they will face off uh at the super regional level against northwestern um northwestern's a good strong scrappy team um i'm not sure what would have happened if that call had been right at third base you know but louisville certainly put a a, a scare in northwestern um, Northwestern was a strong team all season long and, and managed to emerge um, and win their regional at home. You know, again, I think you know, the home field advantage maybe plays into that a little bit. But uh, They're scoring uh, runs. Yeah, and, and, and they're, I mean, they're a very good team. You know, they, they and always are a very good team. Um, but again, I think that uh, um, heading into the Super Regional, uh, Northwestern's got to make the trip out to Norman, Oklahoma. Um, I'm certainly not going to say that Oklahoma's not going to give up a run, but Oklahoma's going to win that Super Regional. No, I think you're you're very 
right on on all that for sure. Okay, the next one is Texas. Texas won their region again, having to come back as we mentioned before from losing the opening round. This game. is a scary one here, Tori. Yeah, and uh, um, you know the uh, uh, reality of it was, you know, Texas proved that they're a really strong team, and Miranda Ellish, um, the girl who transferred to Texas from Oregon, proved why she's an All American. Right. Um, you know, and, and we've talked about the transfer thing at nauseum plenty of times um you know part of me is super excited for her to see her you know be loyal to coach white and to, and to help that program sure. turn around so quickly um part of me is not so happy about it but you know we'll just have to live with that but uh, uh that was uh, again another the score really, of that last game didn't really show how tight that oh, was oh no yeah, was yeah, the yeah texas yeah texas blew it open at the at the very end uh, but it was one to nothing heading into that last inning and it then texas tight. got on a roll um and i kept thinking to myself if houston could keep it one nothing because houston ended up getting to be the home team in that game that they might just be able to pull off the miracle um but texas held strong you know ellish pitched great and uh, you know Texas ended up putting she the game away. At the yeah, end. They ended up yeah. putting the game away. Um, they will face Alabama. Um, Alabama had an amazing run through their regional. Um, they beat Arizona State in a hard-fought game in the in the last game. Uh, but Alabama clearly showed that they were the the class of that region. Um, that was one that uh, um, we had suspected that Arizona State would make it exciting. Um, you know, Arizona State had um, a really good year and and played Alabama strong uh but alabama uh was just too strong at home they just they just don't lose games in those in the regional level you say we talk about a lot of strong pitching too but i mean this this last game was what eight to nine it says yeah so well and i think arizona state's got a, a really strong offensive team and Alabama always does. Um, but now the next showdown at the super regional level is Texas is going to travel to Alabama. And uh, I'm going to say that uh, form holds on this one, and Alabama is going to win this super regional, but it's going to be three games. It's going to be crazy exciting. I think Miranda Ellish is going to throw every single pitch for Texas. <laughs> and I think uh, Alabama's got the flexibility of having three kids that all can win games for them. And I think that their ability to, to show some different looks and to mix things up against texas is going to be the difference oh i sure like uh i sure like coach murphy there at alabama and and all that they do every year and i'm gonna go the other way i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull texas on this one Tori. okay well we'll we'll see how that one plays out I mean, it's it's eight, the eight eight, eight versus nine, nine. yeah it's, it's the yeah. ultimate uh, should be ultimate toss-up big upset uh, either way there but, but uh it, it will be exciting and uh and we'll see how that one plays out the next one is an sec rematch um tennessee and florida tennessee travels down to gainesville um and i think that uh, uh they played earlier in the year tennessee did well um but i think florida has hit their stride for whatever reason here at the end um, in their regional they pretty much rolled uh, they did not give up a run um, uh, Barnhill pitched great when she pitched and they even had the luxury of letting a couple of their other pitchers get some innings um, to take a little bit of the load off of Kelly um, Tennessee and still didn't give up any runs yeah and yeah. Uh, uh, and 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 just really dominated their region and so um, they have been on a roll since the SEC tournament they keep on on cooking Tennessee faced a much bigger challenge North Carolina rose up and beat them one game uh, was one to nothing on a walk off and then Tennessee turned around in the seventh game the if game and won two to nothing um, Tennessee's pitching was very very good for the entire weekend um, and and they always play good defense they scored enough runs um, but they they did not kill the ball against uh, North Carolina the North Carolina girl uh, pitched really really well um, and I think that uh, 
This is going to be very exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be a three-game series, but I think Florida is going to win this one. Yeah, no, I think they've got that pretty solid. Sure, like uh, the weeklies there, but and Coach McDaniel. Yeah, no, um, you know, we've got a strong you know, connection to Tennessee. You know, yeah. we're, we're close friends with uh, the Weeklies, and uh, and you know, Ralph and Karen have have done an amazing job at Tennessee. They've always got a top program, um, but I think that uh, right now the way Florida is playing and playing at home is probably going to be about 180 degrees and 100 percent humidity, um, and Barnhill's going to be able to pitch every inning if she needs to. Sure. So no, I think that's yeah. So so uh, yeah. The the reality of it is, I think Florida. Is gonna gonna roll through that one, um, or I shouldn't say roll. I think it'll they will emerge <laughs> from that one. Um, the next one is Oklahoma State and Florida State. Oklahoma State really uh, dominated their region. Um, you know, we talked about that one being one that had um, really strong teams. You know, they had one really close game, uh, extra inning game with Tulsa, um, and Tulsa is another one of those teams that, that does not get enough credit. They are always really good, always around the top twenty-five, um, and always going to be a, a challenging team to play and I think when you have uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma State you know kind of the crosstown rivalry thing going I think there's always a little bit of extra juice to that one um but Oklahoma State scores runs. Uh, they've got really strong depth. You know, uh, we had talked about Arkansas being a sneaky good team. Uh, that, yeah. And the reality of it is Arkansas was the first team eliminated from I, the whole tournament. I know. I was kind of excited for them, but it didn't happen. Yeah. And uh, and I think it was one of those deals where Tulsa, being kind of the, uh, the, the steady strong, the steady strong team, came out and uh, you know they didn't uh, seem to be very intimidated by anything and played really really well. So um, so Oklahoma State uh, came out of their home regional and uh, advances now to play Florida State. Um, Florida State, again, had a strong, strong weekend. Um, some closer games than we thought. You know, South Carolina had the winning run at the plate. A nice show for South um, Carolina. And, and did good. really well. Um, Florida State is, has got depth up and down their lineup offensively. They've got great speed. They play great defense. Um, and, and they always have great pitching. You know, Megan King was the World Series MVP last year for the way she pitched there now she has appeared to be a little bit less dominant this year has had some tougher games against the strongest teams uh, but she's one of those kids that appears to have the grit and determination Any given day she could yeah she can yeah. get it done and uh, and I think it's uh, the smart money says that this is going to be another three game super regional but i think florida state's going to emerge from this one i believe that too so so far um, we're going to make the ncaa regional committee look super Pretty smart, smart. <laughs> because their teams are all going to advance um so going to the right-handed bracket the right side of the bracket now we've got washington um which clearly was dominating in their region they they just basically put a whooping on everybody um and and not surprising that they did um you know we had thought that mississippi state would be the scrappy team that could push them a little bit um and Mississippi State is a very scrappy team, but Washington, too much pitching. They made it to the end, but too much hitting. That was it. Too much defense, too much home field advantage, just too much. Just strong. And, um, and they have got the best defensive player in this tournament. Uh, their shortstop, Sis Bates, is everything looks like the most routine thing in the world, whether it's really routine or not. She just is it's worth amazing. taking a second look to watch a game. Right? Yeah, no, and, and uh, she needs to have like her own YouTube channel of of uh, amazing ESPN plays. But part part of what I really loved about watching their team play is when you watch her, if you you know if you have an eye for the game and you've been around it a little bit, there's an awful lot of things that to normal people look kind of routine. 
that when you watch her, you know how difficult it is. You know, there's balls that take these little weird hops and things like that at the very last second that eat up other infielders. And it's almost like she's got some sort of ESP with the ball or whatever. It's like it's got a magnet that just, you know, ends up in her glove. And um, But she is a fun player to it's watch. It's a joy to watch. Right? Yeah, she is a fun player to you watch. Kids like that that can do everything. And uh, yeah. So take a little time. Let's watch one of those games, right? Absolutely. And they will be playing against Kentucky. Kentucky won their region. They were the 16th seat or the uh, uh, 14th they seat. They were 14th. Um, and, uh, and defended their home field. They um, very clearly were the class of that region. Uh, Virginia Tech, um, I thought, had a really good year. Um, but Kentucky handled them relatively easily. And I think that... Uh, last um, game was a blowout. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's one of those things that, uh, you know, Kentucky's one of those teams that you know we all like to doubt because their record is always you know a little bit shaky you know they were you know 20 whatever losses this year but if you look back at those 20 losses or 22 losses whatever they have i don't think they have a single loss that you could look at and go well that's hard to explain well how did how did they lose to that team you know they're 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 playing a world-class schedule they're playing the sec schedule and obviously they're going to lose some games along the path Uh, but rachel lawson does a great job of keeping those kids focused on the prize at the end of the year Um, and they really played well um, well, on their recently, home field. they've been doing having some postseason appearances, right? Yeah, I don't know. They've, they've been on a, on a strong run for the last few years. Um, but the bottom line is, at Washington, Washington's going to roll. Right. And, and I think they're going to win uh, this region. I think they're going to win it easily. Um, I think, you know, easily is a relative term. I don't think that there's going to be a single time that we're thinking that Kentucky's going to advance. Maybe 2-0? Two, two and oh, Yeah, two I think and I, I would say I think this one's going to be 2-0. and oh. So the next one is uh, one that uh, I had predicted an upset and uh, came really, really close to having it happen. Uh, the Ole Miss regional, Ole Miss ended up winning um, and ended up uh, losing one game to Louisiana and then came back and, uh, and swept them in game six and game seven. Um, I had predicted that Louisiana was going to win this one, and honestly, this was one of my. It looked major... like it was going to have. It's tough to sweep there at the end. Yeah, it was one of my major bones of contention that I thought they were a team that clearly deserved to be hosting a region. Um, and I think if you flip this around and, and uh, you're playing, playing that the... game, playing that weekend in uh, in Louisiana, I think the outcome could be different. But you got to give Ole Miss credit; they were down one run last inning. All the pressure in the world on them, um, you know, against a really really good team, and came back and got a couple of runs and walked it off and what they had to do and and, and advance so you know a lot of credit to Ole Miss but again in 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 my never-ending discussion about the home field advantage and why uh, being seated is such an advantage and such a a, a golden ticket I think for for programs um, you know that uh, they they ended up advancing and and congratulations to them Um, just a little sidebar um, what Louisiana did this year coach Glasgow and those kids Absolutely. Um, with uh, everything that has happened, you know, the, with yeah. uh, you know losing Jerry Ann in that tragic car accident right at the uh, you know right at the beginning of the season, and rallying around the family and rallying around each other to have an amazing season. You know, I, I really thought that that was going to be the storybook thing well, yeah. for the year, um, and that uh, um, I fully expected that they were going to make it to to do what they did. Yeah. Though was a, a very neat thing. For yeah, sure. and, and a very very. Uh, uh, impressive thing. So, congratulations to Louisiana for an amazing year, and congratulations to Ole Miss for a great weekend of uh, battling and, and battling back and, and taking care of business round, on your yeah. home field to advance. Um, 
the Arizona region. Um, Arizona kicked, <clears throat> but I mean, they, they, Coach Candre. Yeah, they they uh, uh, they are the ultimate home field advantage team. You know, they play out there in that nice dry desert air, a <laughs> little bit of altitude. You know, we talked last week on the regular pod about uh, um, what you need to do if you want to hit home runs. Well, if you want to think about what you need to do if you want to hit home runs, just put on a highlight video of a couple of Arizona's hitters, and you're going to see exactly what it looks like um, when you put all those things together. Um, and and the advantage of playing on their home field um, in their home yeah. conditions. Yeah, think about the playing surface. You know, we talk about Washington's mm-hmm. shortstop and having uh, you know having little ESP on on hops and stuff. But if you're familiar with the surface. It's a huge advantage. Absolutely. You know, how, how much they water it or whether it's soft or dry or hard in Arizona. And um, all those things make a difference. Fielding, hitting, everything. So yeah. I think you're totally right. And I, th- I think uh, uh, we're going to still hold form on this one. I think Ole Miss will battle. I think that they're going to challenge Arizona. I don't think Arizona is going to roll through the super regional like they did the regional, but I'm picking Arizona. Maybe three games? It'll be three games. Yeah. Okay. The next one is Minnesota. This is another one that that I predicted an upset. I really thought that this was the strongest region. Um, and I think when you look at the uh, course of the weekend and the, the quality of the games that were played, um, the quality of the teams that were in it, um, that uh, it really did live up to its expectations. Um, but I've got to just take my hat off to Minnesota. I watched them yesterday, and they are the um, absolute, you know, uh, to solid, solid, yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Top to bottom, team. You know they take advantage of every opportunity. You know the uh, uh, game yesterday where uh, Georgia uh, uh, opened the door a little bit in the first inning, and and Minnesota just stomped on them, slipped in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, perfect example of how you know the the game can sha- uh, change on just one player, one pitch, um, runner, uh, leadoff walk error, pop up down the right field line that would have been a great play but honestly should have been caught doesn't get caught foul ball the girl hits the next pitch into the woods Uh, so you take a what should have been one out and maybe a runner at third to three runs down on one you know on one pitch and um and minnesota just rolled from there they just took care of business they continued to um you know to pile on after that kept adding runs and, and ended up making it a much bigger deficit um there were some great games in that region uh drake was a team that i think really opened people's eyes to how good some of those quote unquote unknowns can be you know we talked about tulsa a little bit before but i think a big hats off to drake um as being one of those uh, mid-major-ish pro Programs it really is going to be on the on the map for for years to come. Um, so congratulations to Minnesota. That was an amazing uh, amazing uh, job. Said of George, Georgia made field. it right up there to the end. Yeah, and and I thought Georgia, Georgia would be yeah. sneaky enough to and to sneak in there and win it um, because I think you know obviously they're a very strong team and they can score runs. But uh, at the end of the day, Minnesota was clearly the best team. So they are going to play LSU. LSU was tested. Um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech really challenged them uh, forced the game seven um, and then LSU came out in game seven on their home field and and took care of business and you know I really felt that LSU was the best team the class of the region um, and uh, they, they relatively proved it. Low, low scoring in that whole yeah. 
the whole and, uh, and, region and, bracket. And they proved that they were the best team. Uh, but uh, uh, it was exciting. Texas Tech, another team that's kind of on the rise. It uh, um, has not been in the national spotlight very much. They definitely put themselves on the on the horizon as a to be as a group to watch. So yeah. um, in this super regional, LSU's got to travel up to Minnesota, um, and I doubt Minnesota no longer. They are going to win this region or the super regional. Awesome. And I, w- I think it will be three games. I think it's going to be um, the tying run, winning run is going to be on third base <laughs> when the last out is made. I think it's going to be that kind of regional. I think there's going to be a lot of that this week. Yeah, and I think it's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing run. So the uh, one upset that we predicted that we actually got right was the Michigan regional. Um, I felt J- uh, James Madison was clearly one of the 16 best teams. I thought that they, along with Louisiana, were absolutely hosed in the seating process um, and they did the very difficult thing of going up to Michigan against a Hall of Fame coach with national championship pedigree with had, a had to sweep them on the a road. big home field advantage um, played three amazing games lost one on a walk off to Michigan and they came back and won two uh, on the el- elimination day after enduring all kinds of delays and weather problems and waiting around and hanging around when you say walk off it was a one nothing yeah I mean it, yeah. and it was just an amazing amazing old school softball one nothing you know ball, we kind of you know spend all our time talking about how hitters are you know are dominating the game and in some cases that's true uh, but there's no doubt about it that uh, James Madison showed that uh, they deserved to advance um, and I think that uh, um, it's very exciting to see another one of those teams it's really has been on the softball map you know people who know right. who know the game have known they've been really good for a while you know Mickey Dean who's the coach at Auburn now was the coach at James Madison and, and built that into a really strong program um, and and left a good team in place and right. uh, but they They've done a great job of, of building on what he left them. Um, and so it's exciting to see a, a school like James Madison advance. Um, you know, Michigan is a, a class act and a great program, but uh, James Madison deserved the opportunity to advance. And they get the uh, uh, jackpot situation of traveling out to California to play at UCLA. UCLA also needed Game 7. Wow. Um, yeah. Missouri rose up and beat them in Game 6 and forced the if game. And then, unfortunately, the wheels just came off for Missouri and UCLA put a pretty good... Jumped on. Yeah, pretty pretty good uh, smackdown on them. Um, UCLA is... <laughs> Top to bottom, they are awful good. You know, I, I was surprised to see them give up the runs that they gave up in this regional because you know, I think their pitching is really strong. And Rachel Garcia is going to probably be player of the year right. and pitcher of the year. Right. Um, so for her to, to get knocked around a little bit was a little bit of a surprise to me. But I think that uh, you know they they are just awful good, and they've got uh, um, probably the, I mean, one of the very best leadoff hitters um, in the in the country. And any, any kid whose name is Bubba <laughs> is somebody I'm pulling she got, for. She got to be able to do it, and and, uh, and, and uh, she is you know, the the new world uh, prototype uh, leadoff hitter. She's got home run power, great speed, gets on base a lot, causes all kinds of problems. But up and down the lineup, I think UCLA is really strong. You know, obviously they've got Hall of Famers in the dugout helping them. Just their their demeanor is just so 
calm. Yeah, very, very businesslike. Yeah. You know, and I think that goes all the way back to, you know, Sue Enquist when she was the coach there, coached um, Lisa Fernandez and, right. and Kelly Inouye Perez. Um, and, uh, you know, Kirk Walker was part of the staff back in those days. And I think, you know, Sue just has always... Uh, doesn't matter what's happening. They're just yeah, she's just always been cool as a calm. cucumber. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, I think that that permeates that program that they just play like well it's just another day at the ballpark just another right. day you know you don't see any panic in their faces Not a bit. Um, and uh um you know i think that they are really a really exciting team to watch but i'm going way out on the limb my friend oh my I'm, gosh i'm riding the james are madison really? train all the way to oklahoma city are you <laughs> yeah um i i think that uh i would get really good odds at vegas if i wanted to make this bet because i think ucla has the ultimate home field advantage but um, I'm just going to say we're going to have this year's going to be the year. Something crazy. Uh, that something crazy is going to happen. Um, and honestly, it's the only chance for something crazy to happen. Because if you look at every other super regional, if you pick one blue blood or, a, or another blue blood, what's the fun in that? Right. You know, I mean, so, you know, if, if I predict that uh, Alabama is going to or, uh, uh, you know, that yeah, Alabama is going to beat Texas. Yeah. If Texas beats them, like, so the number nine team beat the, the number, number eight, eight team. team. Yeah. You know, or, or Oklahoma State would. You know, probably be the next biggest. You know, if Oklahoma State can knock off Florida State, you know that'd be a pretty big upset. Um, but this is our one chance to say that something really big is going to happen. Um, watching Megan Good pitch those two games against Michigan yesterday at Michigan's field, um, it, she is clearly one of the handful best pitchers in the country. And um, and uh, because UCLA did give up some runs. This weekend, I think it's possible that James Madison could beat them two to one or one to nothing and have right. something like that happen. So, so I'm going way out there. We'll on see what happens. Three, three games. Yeah, I think it'll yeah, be three. three. And I think it'll be the same thing we talked about with uh, LSU and Minnesota, that uh, the tying run's going to be at third and the winning run's going to be at second. And there's going to be a full count and, big play at the and plate. a big play or something that's going to determine it. But uh, um, I'm going to pick James Madison as my, my team of destiny this year. Um, you know, A couple years ago, we had uh, the uh, Loyola... Uh, men's basketball team make it to the final four uh, so we just got to find out if james madison's got a sister gene or somebody like that pulling for him that we can turn into a a full hero this year so that's awesome uh, so uh we've got in in our world uh, so do you agree with my james madison I know, I'm, I'm still still pondering you know what i i think they've done great they've had an awesome year and it's been exciting but i think ucla is going to get them you think reality is going to gonna yep. kick them square in the butt yeah yeah <laughs> well I, I can't really say i think you're crazy for thinking that right but uh but i'm gonna have some fun with it i'm gonna be pulling for james I, madison i'm gonna watch those games i love it um like i'm, I'm pull for him too like i'm cheering like crazy so yeah. so we've got oklahoma alabama florida florida state washington arizona minnesota and then I've got James Madison and Don's got UCLA, UCLA. going yeah. to Oklahoma City. We will get together next week and do our prediction for Oklahoma City. Um, and then uh, I'm going to be getting on a plane and heading out there. Uh, the travel ball team that I coach is playing in a tournament that runs kind of in conjunction with uh, the College World Series. So I'll be out there. Um, uh, got tickets for some games. I'm going to go uh, mill around, float around, see if I can't get an interview or two and uh, just kind of take in the experience. So if um, you see Coach Tory out there, yep. come and find him. 
you know, I'll be wearing fast pitch prep and everything yeah. fast pitch. So Find um, we'd love to um, you know have some interaction with listeners. Um, it's been a really exciting run. You know, we've been asking consistently for those of you that listen to the podcast to ask your friends to listen. And if they like it, to subscribe to it, share it rate it review it um, all those things are good for us our numbers are going up nicely um, and the good news is if you are not that techno savvy if you don't like the apps and all that stuff you can just go to our website at fastpitchprep.com and click easy. on the link and it's going to take you straight to the podcast um, but it's also available on stitcher apple google play um, you can find us on on any any of the, uh, all the uh, podcast, podcast server apps servers, yeah. um, and so um, it'll be a, a fun uh, super regional um, if the games this weekend are anywhere near as exciting as a lot of what we watched at the regional level I think we're going to have a lot of fun and uh, one last uh, note about the regional level you know, for those little teams that could that struggled or didn't you know didn't win a game or whatever um you still have a, had an amazing awesome year job, an yeah. amazing job you know winning your conference uh getting to the regionals uh, having an opportunity for your kids to play against those quote-unquote blue bloods on their field is an amazing thing you know we talked about the 2007 year with uh, my kids at tennessee tech you know that weekend was absolutely the highest High beating Alabama on Friday night and beating Cal on Saturday were clearly two of the most memorable, exciting things that ever happened. And then, unfortunately, losing the two games on Sunday to Alabama when we were that close to you know really you know shocking Still the world, crazy awesome, uh, yeah. was awesome. But it was heartbreaking. I don't yeah. think I've ever been more devastated on a ride home. Even though logically it should have been, dang, you almost shocked the world, right? Like, dang. We almost shocked the world, and so um, uh, yeah, so that one more. Yeah, yeah. so for the, for all of those teams that uh, went zero and two or one and two, but uh, had that experience of playing in the regional, you should all be really proud of what you accomplished too. So, like what you've heard so far, be sure and check us out on Facebook. There you'll find loads of content, including dozens of blogs, videos, news about our player of the week, and tons of chances for you to like, share, or comment on what you see. Go to facebook.com/slash fastpitchpreponline. Once you get there, make sure to hit that like button so all of our latest content will show up in your news feed automatically. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. If you haven't already, be sure to take a second and subscribe to Everything Fast Pitch on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. That way you'll never miss an episode because it'll be downloaded right to your device each and every week. And what's more, it's free. If you've already subscribed, please go ahead and leave us a review. We'd love to know what you think of the show. Um, we're really enjoying the predictions and the uh, bonus episodes. Uh, we'll have one for you again next week when we talk about the uh, final eight teams that are heading to the College World Series. And also don't forget that uh, the Division 2, Division 3 NAI World Series and uh, National Championships are going on now. Um, and that's also great softball that you can find online if you want to watch it or go and see it if something's close to, close to you. Absolutely fun. Yep. So Don, let's see what this week brings. I can't wait. And let's don't forget we also yeah, well, don't forget we also will have our regular uh, f uh, Everything Fast Pitch Weekly podcast. podcast yeah. Uh, we'll be launching on Wednesday. So thanks very much for listening and have a great week.